Well, grace, peace, and mercy be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we finish up this sermon series in Turned Upside Down. Our life. Our life turned upside down. Now, normally when we use that phrase, it usually refers to something along the lines of, man, I just went to the doctor, and now I come back, and my life is turned upside down. Or we have a spouse that comes home and says, this isn't working. And so our life is turned upside down. Where you don't get a promotion, or you don't get uh, uh, that extra pay and a bonus, where, where all of a sudden you were planning on spending money one way, you can't now, and all of a sudden my life is turned upside down. Sometimes life turned upside down happens when, when others um, sin against us, right? Your life becomes discombobulated. You spend uh, sleepless nights. You're trying to figure out, well, what was their intent? And how did they say it? And what did they mean? And, and all of a sudden, our life is turned upside down. But I wanted you to remind yourself about another kind of life turned upside down. The kind of life turned upside down phrase where we're not running from it. We're not afraid of it. No, the kind of my life is turned upside down, which is a description of, man, this is how I used to act. <laughs> I don't act that way anymore. This is how I used to talk, and now I don't use those words. This is how I used to treat people, and no longer am I known that I, my life has been turned upside down. You see, that's what I believe God wants for you. I, I don't believe that he wants the same standard average life that you're comfortable living. I don't believe in any way that God is okay with where you're at. And I don't care if you've been in church for five years or 50 years. God's not done with you yet. It doesn't matter if you've had a personal relationship with God, you read the Bible, you've got it memorized, you pray fervently and in all occasions, it doesn't matter all of this. God's not done with you yet. He's not. Don't be lazy. Don't be complacent. God absolutely wants more. He wants better. This is John 10.10. I came that they would have life and life abundantly. Yes. Even better. But sin gets in the way. Absolutely sin gets in the way. Sin in our past. It gets in the way, doesn't it? I mean, you know, when you sit back and you take a little bit of time and you think about sin when you were growing up, and you think of that young punk kid, and you realize where God has taken you now, and there's times where you just go, well, what was I thinking? And we've explained it away a lot of times, many of us. I mean, we've spent hours doing this. We are professional counselors of ourselves, right? Well, it was my friends, you know. I mean, they were just a wild bunch, and I was along to kind of tone them down. And, well, you know, it didn't always work, and I had to endure, right? Got to high school, we got cars, and all of a sudden we had mobility and freedom. The sin was limitless. 
<laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> well, it didn't happen in our county. It happened in the county over. And we just hope that they didn't talk to our parents. Because if you grew up before, right, texting, Twitter, all of these, those, you, are, you are glad those things were not around, <laughs> right? <laughs> Can you imagine the digital footprint you have left behind? <laughs> oh, man. I hope there's not copies of that picture. Man, when you found out there was a picture, you went and found that camera. You destroyed evidence. Tough to do it today. See, there's our past where we made choices. We may blame it on our friends. We may blame it on where we grew up. There was nothing else to do. We were out in the middle of nowhere. And, well, what else was there to do? Not like we grew up in the city. Some excuse after some excuse. And there were our choices. And our choices that we made led us down paths that were not God-pleasing. And it is by the grace of God that we're even alive today. That's what some of you say. It is by the grace of God that you have all ten fingers and all ten toes. It is by the grace of God that your family hasn't disowned you for the shame brought on the family name. Right? I mean, some of you have lived through some of these kinds of things. And then there's the pain. There's the sorrow. of someone else's sin against you. A past where someone did something unspeakable. A past where people weren't encouraging and instead just beat you up with their words left and right. Where someone took advantage of you in your youth, your innocence. Where someone in a position of trust or authority abused that authority. Some of you have a past that is difficult to forgive. It's so hard, it's so difficult that, that your own mistakes or the sin of others, whichever camp you fall into there, you have tried your best to just put in the past. You've just tried to walk away from it. You've tried to just say, hey, it's not, I'm not going to let it consume me. And, and that's great to some degree, except that some of you haven't worked through forgiveness. And I don't mean forgiving the perpetrator. I mean, honestly, you Forgiving yourself. Because even if somebody has taken advantage of you, a lot of victims feel as if I contribute. And so there's even forgiveness of self going, no, you don't have to believe that. You don't have to live that way. Forgive. And the mistakes that you did make, you need to forgive yourself. The mistakes you did make, don't live under Satan's thumb. That is in the past. But some of you, you, you can't have a life turned upside down because you don't live in his grace. You don't live in the freedom of that forgiveness. I mean, hear this. Hear this. 
over and over and over. Praise the Lord, oh my soul, my inmost being praise His holy name. And the only way that the soul, the inside, the inmost being can say praise God is when the inmost soul has been turned upside down. When the soul that is so easily wants to go its own path, doing its own thing in its own time and in its own way, when that soul has been rendered useless anymore, when that life has been turned upside down, then the soul that God has created, that God has redeemed, that God has turned over, that soul can say, praise God. In the midst of a past, in the midst of pain, in the midst of suffering. It is the soul that acknowledges that God forgives all, all, all your sins. Not the ones you remember, not the ones you've said, please forgive me. Not the ones you told anyone about. Not the ones you've just asked for rest or, or given restitution to the person that you hurt. Not for the ones that you uh, can think about. The ones that make you feel better that you confessed. No, God has forgiven all. Who redeems your life from the pit. The pit's the grave. He has bought you from the grave already. There are no ands, ifs, or buts about you. You say, but you don't know my past. No, I don't have to know your past. God does. And what God does with your past is he removes it as far as the east is from the west. So great is his compassion. Yes, even your past. You sit in a congregation filled with people who have been to jail. You sit with people that have had to pay restitution for cheating on their taxes. You sit with people who have had to confess an affair and still their spouse took them back. You sit with people that had sex before marriage you sit with people who have had abortions. You sit with people who constantly flip people off just because they don't agree with them and curse their mother's name. You sit with people that lie and steal and cheat. You sit with people who absolutely need to hear that their life has been redeemed. And what that means is that God has bought you back. Even though your sin deserves death, even though your sin deserves God going, I want nothing to do with you. And we've heard those words. We've messed up before. There's been somebody in our lives who have said, I I'm never going to talk to you again. I'm never going to be around you again. I don't want anything to do with you. God doesn't do that. 
who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. How many times have we spent a little bit of time maybe around the beginning of the year and we go, man, I'm just not as young as I used to be. Man, I wish I could do things when I was young. Wish I had the energy of when I was younger. My eight-year-old boy still has not lost any of that energy. He is a tornado, okay, running around. And now he can read. Great. Now he can ask more questions. Now he can say, well, let's try this out and that out. He's got the book of, for boys, okay? And so he's reeling through that. Here, let's build this and build that, and let's try this one out. Where's our man cave? Under the ground in the backyard. Dude, I don't have that much energy. Papa, you sure seem to take a nap often. I'm like, when you get older, you'll love naps. And he's like, no! Do you understand the energy and the strength that he has? Right? Renewed. And how many we go, oh, if I just had the tight skin of my youth. If I had the energy that was there. If I dated my spouse like we first did 20 years ago. We all hearken back. We all seem to go, man, when I had energy, fill in the blank. If you don't have energy, according to the psalmist, it's because you're not living in God's grace, His compassion. And I don't mean there are people who are dying from cancer that have energy, okay? So I'm not saying that, there are, that if you are, are really down, but I'm, I'm getting to the point that God has restorative power in for you through Jesus Christ. And so your life should be filled with a compassion that is overflowing, an outflowing of energy that you can't sleep at night because of the lost that are around you, that you are pushed, compelled, driven. That describes that when the Lord works righteousness, He renews strength. And sometimes what steals that is that next verse, the Lord works righteousness and justice for all of the oppressed. You see, what we do is we let the people that have sinned against us in our past keep us down. We let that sin overwhelm and overtake us, and, and for whatever reason, we view ourselves as that person, that victim. That person that, well, I guess I got what I deserved, or man, I didn't get what I deserved, and the whole world's out to get me, and so you taint everything and every interaction. You believe everyone has the worst set out for you, that everyone's against you. Instead of believing, you know what? God will take care of them. <laughs> he releases the oppressed. He judges the sinner. He'll take care of it. You don't have to be this righteous person walking around going, well, I know how you should be living your life, da, 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 da. No, but that he says, I'll do it. That's living in his grace. That's living in his compassion. That is truly, truly having your life turned upside down and saying, don't try to control it. Let God. For as high, verse 11, as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. 
As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. 1 John 3.1 says this, How great is the love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. Children. Children of Heavenly Father that pours out His love and compassion who does it freely, who says over and over and over, I want more for you, I want better for you, and I want you to live in my grace. Oh, (laughs) how he loves us. How he loves you. You know this song, but I want you to listen to it. And when your soul is ready, you join in. So 
Heaven meets earth like an unforeseen kiss And my heart turns violently inside of my chest I don't have time to maintain these regrets When I think about Oh, the way he loves us Oh, how he loves us Oh, how he loves us How he loves us May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of the Father, the love of the Son, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Amen.